Hello, welcome to the show about being angry. Coming up on our show today, we have Helena George with our wonderful game, Room 102, Ginny Gilmore with interviews with her mother and sister, as well as the news and a quiz, all based around the topic of being angry. You know, sometimes it's the smallest things that makes us the most angry. What if you could permanently get rid of one thing that makes you the angriest? That's what Room 102 is for, just along the corridor from the infamous Room 101. Helena George asked this week's listeners, as well as Katie, Neil and Charlotte, what pet peeve makes them angry and why they believe it deserves to go into Room 102. Over to you, Helena. George and welcome to Room 102, the show where each week three guests will be vying to have what makes them angry forever banished to the depths of Room 102. However, there is only space for one of them in Room 102, which means that I have to decide which gets banished to Room 102 forever. I'm joined today by Charlotte, Neil and Katie. We'll start with you Charlotte, what makes you angry? So, I work in a fast food restaurant and I have done for the past nine to ten months and there's nothing that bores my blood more than time wasters. I understand that you can be indecisive about what you want, but some people just take the absolute It's called fast food for a reason, mate, and quite frankly, I don't want to be standing around for 10 minutes taking your order because you couldn't decide what you wanted when you started queuing. So Charlotte, who would you say is the most guilty of time wasting? It could be anyone really, but I mainly say it's people with little kids. I'll be taking their order in drive-thru and they're just shouting out to like, Little Timmy, do you want chicken nuggets or a cheeseburger? Oh, I want chips. Yeah, well, you get the chips in the meal. What do you want, chicken nuggets or a cheeseburger? Just, I can't be dealing with these time wasters, mate. And now on to you. Katie, what makes you angry? What makes me really angry is inconsiderate drivers. So I'm driving along, sticking to the speed limit, when some reprobate comes bombing up behind me and sits on my tail. I don't want to see the whites of their eyes when I'm looking in my rear mirror. Then they're suddenly overtaking me and go belting off into the distance. When we get to the next junction, I'm right behind them. So what did they gain? Absolutely nothing. Now, do you think there might be a reason that they're driving so recklessly? Maybe it's an emergency? In their minds maybe, but they are putting themselves and others at risk and I don't feel that their actions are justifiable. Mm, Interesting. Thank you very much. And finally you, Neil. What makes you angry? Inconsiderate rail passengers. Specifically, when somebody gets on a train, they sit down and then they put all their bags from Harvey Nicks and Harrods on the seat next to them, plug in their earphones and then stare vacantly off into space. As the train gets busier, people come on and, they, and they're having to stand up. And I just think it's very inconsiderate. Even, and even when the guard comes on the uh, PA and says, well, it's a very busy service, please can you um, not put your bags on the seats so that other people can actually sit down. Nine times out of ten, these people are totally oblivious because they've got their earplugs in, they can't hear the announcements, and they don't really want anybody to sit next to them anyway. And um, How do these people normally react when you, people ask them to move their bags? A range of reactions. The most common one is, you know, because they really don't want anyone to sit next to them. But then you also have the full gambit of emotions from total surprise that anybody would actually talk to them right the way through to somebody uh, who just suddenly realises that they've got all these bags, that the carriage is actually full, people are standing, and that they shouldn't have done it in the first place. But that's human nature. Right, our guests have told us what makes them angry, and I can safely say that the thing that will be going to Room 102 this week are reckless drivers. 
off they go. Thank you for tuning in for Room 102. We'll be back next week with three brand new guests and three brand new things that make them angry. Now before we get into our next segment, What Makes You Angry, we are first going to have a quick look at the UK's news today. Over to our reporter Katie for the news. Live from the University of Salford, this is Utter Radio. News. Good morning, this is Katie Farnell and you're listening to Utter News. Today's headlines are Ministers are to back a three-week lockdown extension with Labour saying it will support an extension but calls for details on how and when the lockdown will end. Captain Tom Moore has now finished his NHS fundraiser. In total, he has raised over £12 million to help support the NHS. The 99-year-old army veteran completed his 100th lap of his garden today and once he finished the lap, said... I think it's absolutely fantastic sum of money. We would never imagine that sort of money. It, it's just a... It's just a it's unbelievable that people would be so kind to give that sort of money to the National Health Service. And maybe I, I was responsible for starting it, but not not deliberately. It was purely, obviously, gratitude for what they've done for me. A letter has been leaked revealing social care concerns. The letter raises fear about funding, testing, and PPE, and the shielding scheme for vulnerable people. It says mixed messages from the government have created confusion and additional workload. On the protective equipment for care workers, the letter says the national handling has been shambolic. An RAF plane has landed in the UK today with PPE equipment from Turkey. The flight arrived at RAF Braz Norton in the early hours of Wednesday morning and is believed to contain up to half of the promised kit. Other RAF planes are said to be on standby to collect the rest. The delivery was originally expected to arrive on Sunday and had been due to include 400,000 surgical gowns. Coronavirus tests have been made available for key workers. Key workers and their families have been able to order tests for the coronavirus online from April the 24th. But high demand means the portal that was set up to help meet Matt Hancock's target of 100,000 daily coronavirus tests is already being overwhelmed. The home tests were booked out within minutes of becoming available online while drive-through tests were also taken within hours. Sandra, a local key worker in the area, shared her thoughts on the tests. I think the idea that testing is now available for NHS staff and other key workers is fantastic, but only if the capacity is there, they just need to get that sorted. Those are the top headlines for this morning. That's all for this morning's news. Thank you for listening. I'm Katie Farnell, and you're listening to Utter Radio. Utter Radio News. Anger is something we all feel regularly throughout our lives. It can be caused by minor inconveniences, major issues or ongoing feuds. As a result of the current national lockdown due to coronavirus, the emotion of anger may be felt more frequently and more widespread as we are being forced to stay in the same place with the same people for an extended period of time. Our reporter, Jenny Gilmore, speaks to her family on what makes them angry and how they manage to calm themselves down in the current situation. Over to you, Jenny. My name's Ali and I feel angry about once a week. Common everyday things that make me angry include wasps, 
because they're buzzing is right in your ear and you feel as if they're going to sting you. Another common thing that makes me angry every day is my sister because she's loud and annoying and while in quarantine I can't get away from her. My name's Virginia. I probably feel angry one to two times a week, not that often. The thing that makes me most angry at the moment is the music that my neighbours play when I'm out in the garden. I don't like the locomotion from the 1960s. It's not my thing. And I don't like the heavy metal that my neighbours play next door. Now, I've got to say that neighbours on both sides are absolutely lovely people, but they're just so bloody inconsiderate. And with all the technology today, like wireless AirPods or headphones, why do they have to play it out loud? So, of course, while we're in quarantine and the sun is shining, everybody's out in the garden, which is lovely, until they put their music on. And I'm listening to songs from the 70s that my lovely 75-year-old neighbour likes to play. Yeah, I just get so annoyed about it. It's just rude and inconsiderate. I can remember a specific incident that made me angry. I was revising for a computer science end of unit test. It was the night before and I couldn't find any notes online. So it would mean that I would have to write out all the notes which would take ages and I wouldn't really learn anything. So I was in tears and angry and I almost cut off my hair. <laughs> Because I felt this sudden rage from inside. The scissors were there and my hair was in a bun. So I was almost doing it. I caught myself and I thought, Ali, you need to calm down. And the funny thing is, we didn't even end up having the test. When I'm angry, I can sometimes take a really long time to calm down, particularly if it's a big issue. Even actually, I think when it's a small issue, because like the neighbours playing their music, they were playing it yesterday afternoon, it's now the morning of the next day and I'm still bloody annoyed about it. So yes, I think I probably am a sort that harbours a bit of a grudge. I would say that I stay angry for an hour at the most. I have a lot of people around me that are willing to calm me down, including my mother and sister. But whilst I'm angry, it's very intense. When you are angry, how do you calm yourself down? Crying, because I feel like that just gets all the anger out. And you know, when you're like so tired from crying and then you're ready to have a nap, that's perfect. Because then it feels like the situation that you were angry about was so minuscule and irrelevant. When I'm really angry, it's so difficult to calm myself down because I have to wait for the tsunami of the emotion to pass through me. But I have been known to pace up and down and to shut myself in a room <laughs> and have a conversation with thin air to get my feelings out and to vent at an imaginary person. <laughs> Do you think anger is a helpful or an unhelpful emotion and why? 
I think anger as an emotion is unavoidable. I mean, it's just part of life, isn't it? There are times when you're going to get angry. It is one of those emotions that when you are seriously angry, it's not very pleasant to feel. So I would like to try to avoid it if I can. And generally speaking, I I said one to two times a week I'm angry. Probably it's not even as much as that because I do try not to get angry about things. I think anger is a helpful emotion. It's just as valid as any other emotion. And it can help you find the bigger picture. For example, with my computer science revision, if I didn't get angry and feel that sudden rage from inside, then I would have still felt like that computer science test was so important when it wasn't really. Competitiveness possession of a strong desire to be more successful than others, a trait that many people have, a trait that has its pros and cons. At its core, being competitive is a good thing that can help you succeed more in life. But perhaps the biggest con of being a competitive person is that you hate losing. Losing makes you angry. So what happens when you take a competitive person and put them in a quiz with the odds stacked very unfairly against them? Our friend Tom is going to be interviewing someone and trying his best to rile them up before putting them to the test in a difficult and biased quiz to get them even more riled up. Let's see what happens. Over to you, Tom. Hello, it is Tom Bell here, and shortly we're going to be joined by my younger sister. We're going to be interviewing her, trying to get to know her a bit, and completely roasting all her opinions in order to make her angry for a quiz that we're going to do, where I'm also going to roast her every time she gets a question wrong. Let's see how this goes, and let's see if she's going to want to kill me when this is done with. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Anger Quiz. That is the name for it, I came up with that on the spot, but I am joined by my younger sister Harriet today. How are you? Great. Well, you've actually just woken up, haven't you? Because I woke you up for this quiz, because I do not care about you. Cheers for that. Before we do begin the quiz though, I want to get, well, let's get, let's let the audience get to know you a bit. So, how old are you? 15. Pretty bad age, if you ask me. What are your some of your hobbies? I like playing netball. That's pretty dumb. Bad sport. Right. Watching the Sidemen. Terrible YouTubers. I like playing PS. What's PS? PlayStation. Who the hell calls PlayStation PS? That's what you put at the end of a letter. What is your biggest pet peeve? What makes you really angry? Well, you. Me? Why? Because you're so annoying. Fair enough. Anyway, question one. Spell angry. A-N-G-R-Y. Wow, very nice, Harry. That's one point to you. So as you can see, these um, questions are quite easy, to be fair. So um, question two. Don't Look Back in Anger was a song released by which UK band? Oasis. Very good. That's another two points for you. Anyway, question three. This is a multiple choice question. Which of these is not a physical effect that experiencing anger can cause? Is it A, increased heart rate, B, elevated blood pressure, C, muscle tenseness, or D, increased adrenaline? Increased adrenaline. Oh, that's incorrect, Harriet. How on earth did you get that wrong? Oh, yeah, it was the muscle one. How did you not get that? Anyone could have got that. You're terrible. Anyway, question four. 
In what year did Rage Against the Machines hit song Killing in the Name hit Christmas number one in the UK? Was it A, 1995, B, 2000, C, 1999, or D, 2009? A. Uh -uh, that's incorrect. Once again, how on earth did you not get that? Anyone could have got that. Awful stuff from you. But anyway, I was always wondering, um, who is your favourite music artist? Oli Murs. Oli Murs, that leads fantastically into our next question. Who is the absolute worst music artist on the planet? Is it A, Beyonce, B, Oli Murs, C, Adele, or D, James Arthur? James Arthur. Now, while I do agree with James Arthur being the worst one, um, the quiz here actually says B, Oli Murs. What are your thoughts on me not liking Oli Murs, Harriet? I'm really used to it. It's been six years of you doing this. Just six years. Six years. Six years. <laughs> six years. But anyway, you scored, I believe, two out of five on that, which is just absolutely dreadful, Harriet. I thought you were better than that. I mean, I just thought you were better than that. So, just to answer a couple more questions before I go off the air. Other than this moment right now, where you've been absolutely destroyed in the quiz, what is a moment in life that I've made you really angry? Probably when I was like seven and you just attacked me with pillows and I cried. Eh, you probably deserved it. But anyway, Harriet, thank you so much for joining me in this interview and for answering the questions in the quiz. Back to you, Holly. And that's all for our show today. If you've got any pet peeves or just general things that make you angry, hopefully our show showed you that you're not alone. Thank you for listening, everyone. Goodbye.